Welcome to the Bear Pit Pod and the last of the season. Last. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah, we're done, aren't we, after this? Yeah. Thank God it? we can have a rest. Yeah. Just get rid of football. Thing is, I already miss it. Do you? Yeah. Well, I don't. I do. I miss the fact there's no Stoke game. I know we've been awful this season, but the second it does end, I immediately miss the fact there's no Stoke for, what, three months? As bad as we've been... And as, as annoying it is, as it's been sometimes to watch us, it's still the hell out of the week for me. Jesus. I mean, I dread it. I mean, I mean probably that says more about my week than anything else. <laughs> yeah. But I still look forward to it. Uh, you can find us on Acast, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Everywhere. We're everywhere. So go and find us. Drop a like, a comment, anything. It all helps in one way or another. Uh, the last match of the season, though, we beat a team that got promoted. We've done quite well against the... Top tier of the uh, Drew of the team. Drew, sorry, no, Drew. We didn't even win. That's that's all exciting. <laughs> yeah, it makes it. It was like a win. Uh, no, we we played we played well, and we can't ignore the fact that Sheffield United come second in the league. They've had a great season, and we more than matched them. And I say with a lot of confidence, without any rose tinted glasses on, that we should have won that game with yeah. a better team. However, Sheffield United were on the piss all week. I don't think they left the pub in the second they confirmed promotion the week before that. So that's a slight They caveat. did well to field the team, I thought. <laughs> I think they did. Still be out. Yeah, I think they did. It. So, I mean, I, I can't ignore that fact. But nonetheless, if you take into um, account the tour with Norwich from the week before, well, a couple of weeks before that one, they're two very decent performances against one and two in the league. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. take the games like Derby, Leeds. We've done really well against the top six. Yeah. I was looking at the other day. the rest of the league, we struggle. I was having a slow slow afternoon, and I was just kind of looking for the top six and kind of comparing. I was worrying me because you, previously <laughs> you mentioned about your week wasn't great, and now you're saying you, you yeah. had a slow afternoon and you're comparing top six results. Yeah, I was. Like I say, it was a slow day. But yeah. um, I think bar West Brom, who beat us twice, I think we've competed well against everyone else in the top six. Better than well, often. Mm. And, and it just it, it shows you, and it worryingly suggests to me that our... our some players get up for the big games. They think, right, I can, I can raise my game for this one, yeah. for whatever reason. But when it comes to the lesser games, Not teams so that are lower in the league, we, we don't seem to kind of find that fight. And then, complete opposite of that, our record against the bottom, 6-10, to 10 is awful. Terrible. It's abysmal, absolutely abysmal. But the, the highlight of that game, for me, the Vokes volley... That was a great yeah. goal. Yeah, 100%. Amazing goal. I mean, Brian's scoring as well was great, but Vokes Valley, I'm convinced. He, he's come under a little bit of stick recently. I mean, he's not played that much, to be fair. I am convinced. I said on the last pod we did, Vokes is going to be key for next you, season. I think he'll come good Absolutely next key. In this system that Jones is leading towards, you've got to have a striker that it sticks with. He's clearly that player. And not only that, I saw the basic kind of the origins of a little bit of understanding between him and Ince. He was laying the ball off, setting him up with this sort of stuff. Vokes is key. If we can keep him injury-free, which is a reasonable ask with Vokes over the past four or five years, but if we keep him injury-free, he's going to be huge for us next year. Definitely. Definitely. But we did eventually draw the game. We did. Not win like I thought. Who was your man of the match from that? Um, God, it was quite a while ago, wasn't it? I think Etebo was... He's, he's always ever. a seven, isn't he? Absolute worst. You could just write his name good. down every week and it'd be fine. Yeah, I thought I thought Vokes was good. I thought Danny Bat was good. Ryan was good. I, I'll go with Etebo. I mean, I'm literally I can't even remember that. I thought Etebo is generally good, so I'll go with him. I think I think that's a fair one. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even it wasn't even there, but I'm gonna say yeah, Etebo. The lap of honour after the game was there a few more people there this time. It was. It wasn't too bad. I think people had already resigned themselves to the fact that the season had been rubbish and it, it was done. And we did put in a decent performance. I reckon. What was the attendance now? About twenty 
five, wasn't it? Something seven, like that. I think. I reckon there was a good... People are probably going to say I'm completely wrong here, but I reckon a good 15, 14, 15,000 stayed behind. Ish. I mean, yeah. that is purely based on my That is purely based on you From guessing. the setting stand, looking round. I mean, I could be completely wrong there, and no doubt someone's already frustrated at that, um, guessed by myself. But I, I reckon thirteen to 15,000 maybe stuck behind after, which is surprising because pick another game from this season, it could have been about three people, and justifiably as well. Um, yeah, one bad, one bad. At least it's a step up. I think they just wanted to say goodbye to Charlie. I think that's what it was. Oh, uh, I don't think so. I'll tell you what, he shaved his head now, so. and it's not. It's aged he, he in no end. That has horrific. It looks like something out straight out of a horror film. It's bizarre. No, he's done that. I just get a hair transplant. He's probably got the money for that. Isn't he? Where does he go now? What does Charlie do now? Well, I know where he obviously goes. Um, so it's like Radio Five Live or Talksport. Th- there's three options. I think of Rangers um, seems a quite obvious one. Been there before. The, the standard of the SPL. I think he. he absolutely fine for Blackpool and then he's going to if he's randomly listening to this he'll be furious as will Dundee or Dundee United fans I know he's got an affiliation with one of them two clubs and I, I don't want to say the wrong one so one, one of them two the orange ones that, that's so I think shite. it's United that's United isn't it yeah. the orange ones well I'm not not exactly SPL <laughs> yeah, biggest fan I think <laughs> the orange Dundee side the orange is awful apologies I think it's Dundee United yeah Dundee United so I think one of them three I'll stick your money on Right. If you were gonna, you not think he's gonna retire and he's gonna go straight into media? No, nah, he's he's only well, I mean, he's only thirty three, I think. He, he's he's fat and old though. He's only thirty three. I'm not gonna say a bad word against Charlie. I, I think I will. I know you will and have, but I think we, we've never argued on this part now. I think as close as we ever got to having a, a genuine disagreement is over Charlie. Charlie but the the Brighton and Everton moments from last year have sadly. Lots just copybook a little bit of Stoke. And a little bit. I, I think, well, remove them, and I think he's been an unbelievably consistent player for Stoke. A really, really good player. Real purple patch in Hughes' first season back end. He's got some great goals. Man United, Tottenham, he's got some crackers. Um, Do you know what's resurfaced this past week or so? Chelsea goal. No. Go on. Uh, when he was slating Shakiri, who's now off to a Champions League final, when he said he didn't work yeah. very hard on Radio 5 Live. I think... I think I, that's... That's what one of the things that's yeah that didn't help. Added I, I, to I it. did overlook and that's that. Not, that's not related to anything on the pitch. I, I did overlook that. I mean, it was unnecessary at best, wasn't it? But nonetheless, I think Charlie's been a decent servant to Stoke. He didn't help himself. I'm not ignoring the, the Brighton, Everton, Shakiri incidents, but I still think he's an honest player, and I, I wish him all too the honest. Best. Too well, honest. in that case, he was a bit too honest. So Charlie's gone. Charlie. Fletcher's gone. Hogard's gone. The big three. The big, big three. I mean, Hogard, he's, he's had a touch on it. The amount of money he's made out of Stoke. Well, the, the funniest bit, you know, was when we sent him on loan to Wigan, and if they didn't play him, they had to pay us. Yeah. And we effectively shit them into relegation from from playing him. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was some great business. I mean, our, our transfer team gets slated a lot, but to get Hogard out on loan so and, it was and make people pay per game. I mean, do you remember the, was it two, three years ago now, the back end of the season where Jack was injured? And Hogard was consistently starting for us for a little spell in the Prem. He was, he was poor. I, I don't know how he, he kind of managed to get himself signed by a Prem team. I really don't. But another one for the transfer team. Yes. Mark up, yeah. Mark well up. played, lads. Um, others that probably look set to leave. Butland. He's been courted by Watford. Yeah. Bournemouth. 
potentially Palace and apparently I think it's just a matter of time and a, a decision go. before he goes he's go. got to choose which yeah it's all about how, how much we can get from we discussed it last pod and I reckon 15 to 20 is the ballpark now for him yeah I'd be surprised if we get more than 15 which hurts I think only what 12 months ago we were saying you, 30 plus comfortably haven't we, haven't we got to give a big portion of that to Birmingham as well Probably, that stings, doesn't it? Yeah, I always forget about the sell-on clause, which we never seem to put in players' contracts, but everyone seems to do for us. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. So I think when all said and done, we'll probably get... It 10, could be 12. as low as 10-12 for Jack, which is heartbreaking. And I thought we were on at some point 35, maybe 40 in the right climate, but... Not anymore, my son. No. But we're apparently being linked with the keeper from Barnsley. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Adam Davis? I saw the link. I don't know his name. I didn't look into too much detail. I think it's Adam Davies or something along those lines. No, no. But Barnsley idea. went up, didn't they? Yeah, they've come up. He's, he's there. Out of contract, he's there. Out of contract in the keeper. summer. Uh, I think he was in the League One uh, Team of the Year yeah. in goal. So obviously, he's been performing quite well for mm-hmm. them. But apparently, that's one we've earmarked for replacing Jack. Yeah. Uh, and another person that we've apparently already been speaking to uh, and it's a matter of time before we can announce it is Lee Gregory from Millwall yeah. striker yeah. another one who's out on a free in the summer 31 or 30 years old you know he's getting on a bit but he scored 15 goals last season in a poor team in a poor Millwall down there. side and, you, and apparently you, wants to move north who doesn't exactly <laughs> no, obviously we're down here but um, yeah good signing solid I'm surprised at his age slightly because Jones has, has kind of pushed this he wants young hungry players in but you can't argue 15 goals in a team that really struggles and I think and he's, he's never going to be a, he's not going to be the lead, man leading the line no he's not you get the impression he's going to be Vokes' his backup but that's going to be some backup as well really really kind of a decent so kind take of, that uh, yeah why not yeah yeah. Uh, Jones has come out in the press and very publicly said he wants to get seven or eight players in mm-hmm. um, I guess this is also quite dependent on who goes out but he's, he's named his seven or eight targets and they've got a system where they're going to for each position, etc., they're gonna they've got four and they work the way down. So okay. they've got the number one target for that position, two, three, and four. the dross at the bottom. And the dross at the bottom will probably end up with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but he's you know he's he's named his uh, he's named his system. Uh, another one we've been linked with that's come back up. For, we were linked with last summer is Matt Ritchie. That'd be a, we'd struggle, wouldn't we? Now I think last season we were realistically could get him because we were hot favourites and we and apparently it was all but done with Richie yeah but now I mean he's not the he's played a bit at Newcastle this year he's not been starting left right centre I think it's that he doesn't fit into Rafa's system that'd be amazing Scoop we need wingers and I think and we can can offer him more money than he's probably currently on I think that's still the draw probably because he's probably locked into a contract that was from the championship days I imagine raised with Newcastle originally I I still be very doubtful that we get him but yeah be, be a real welcome addition who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. Another big one on the ins and outs is Bojan. I mean, there was quite the oh, back of there, was, there was quite the situation that went on the other week. Where wasn't the a Sen- smooth announcement, was it? The Sentinel announced uh, that Bojan has been told he has no place at the club by Jones anymore. Uh, the Sentinel report this. Obviously, we report what the Sentinel have put out, um, and the club later on within a few hours or so mm. uh, released a statement saying this, the Sentinel have phrased it very badly he's yeah. not been told he's got no future he's simply been told he can look uh, you know it wouldn't be against him looking for another option he's very much yeah. he decides he wants to stay at the club he's very much still welcome with open arms um, <laughs> don't know about open arms I mean he, uh, <laughs> no apology from the Sentinel no <laughs> reading between the lines he, 
I don't think the Sentinel, they, they, they have misquoted that situation, but I don't think they're a million miles off. No, I think they, really. just, I think they just, did just freeze it badly. Yeah, I, I think Jones has ultimately told Bojan that you're not in my plans. However, if you do happen to stick about, hey, we can't sell you, you don't leave, you know, you can always work your way up to them again, which is pretty much the same thing for me. And I was looking at a load of the comments on that post and reading the oatcake and all the rest of it. And I, I think the tide has slightly turned now, slightly with the Bojan thing. For, for ages it was, you must play, must play, must play. And I think a lot of people are exhausted with that saga now and just think, let's just draw a line under it, let's yeah, just get him out of the really. Knox is a poor player or, or, or he's got a bad attitude, but I, I'm bored of it now. Yeah. I think it just needs to be concluded and I'd, we need to move on. I'd hold no major grudges if you wanted to move on now. No, no, how it's could still, you? It still killed me and I'll still write on Twitter that it's the worst thing in the world that's ever happened, but I, could get, I can get it now. I can get it. I can get it. It's still frustrating though, because when oh, he came on is. against Sheffield United, he played brilliantly, well, brilliantly. very well. Bright, unlocking he, passes. He played like a player that knows he's not going to be here and just fought for once. Because I've always got the impression with Bowie, and he's had this this mental pressure to perform. Been shackled. Yeah, but he kind of came on. And I got the impression he's a bit like, "Fuck it, I'm going anyway." And he really played like a player that just didn't care briefly, and it reflected well. I think it will conclude this summer, the Bojan thing. It's been a long, long, long drawn out saga, but I'm, I'm happy that it, it looks like it's going to come to an end. Yeah, being Slash sad at the same time. Be an interesting one. Be an interesting to see what happens mm. with Bojan. Um, I still hope there's some sort of miracle that he stays and he is vital in that number 10 role for so, yeah. going up next season, but I don't think it's going to happen. I did have visions of that, that it would have, after the Blackburn game, when he was arguably man of the match, randomly came and played the full night, I thought, maybe. But it quickly dipped off the uh, the edge of that one. Petered away. Yeah, petered away. Um, another interesting one on the in and out front is Badu. Uh, obviously coming oh, yeah. back in on on loan. Um, he was in England last week, I think, or the week before. And you know, he was on. Uh, I can't remember. He was on Instagram story. He was on, but he was on someone's. They were watching a game at home. I think it was one of the Champions League games. Yeah. So he's back in England. Um, Nathan Jones came out publicly and said about, you know, he's. He hopes to keep him in some way mm -hmm. next season. And then another report comes out from Turkey, from Photomac, which is a publisher uh, out there, and they say he wants to stay with Galatasaray. Yeah. So um, another bit of a contract. I mean, he's still our player, isn't he? Still our player. They've got still a... contracted to us. So Galatasaray have got to come up with some sort of mm -hmm. package or fund, loan deal, whatever it might be. But at the minute, he's our player. I think this one's going to go in the way that he'll just be loaned out. I can see that already. I don't because Galatasaray can't probably afford what we we command the fee. So I think he's going to end up going back on loan. And I think he's a funny one that Jones because he really has you know suggested he wants to have a clear out. And then there's a player that he said that he'd be willing to give another go or, or try rather but keep without really having him seen him in a Stoke shirt. So I thought it was a little bit odd if we're having a clear out. Let's just do it. But yeah, good player. But it just seems a little bit strange. Yeah, a bit odd. Strange. Um, Another major announcement. Is it major? It's major, Craig. Major announcement. To that one. It's this one. Yeah, this is major. Contactless payments. Party time. Everywhere next season. Not just the McEwens, or whatever it's called these days. Yeah. Everywhere. You must be buzzing. Over the moon. We finally <laughs> dragged ourselves. But kick, I think... Kicking and screaming into the 21st century. When I hear reports that crew, Alexander and Nantwich Town... Have all got done it. these systems in place. I think it was. The you, wait, you're, you're saying systems, right? <laughs> the ice cream vans have got it outside for fuck's sake. The hot dog stands have it's. It's not like they've got to go and no. tear out the ground and build in this massive 
infrastructure. infrastructure. It's just something as easy as a I card don't, reader don't. and a bit of phone signal. I mean, it, it was never hard to implement in the first place. I mean, in what, what kind of walks of life at the moment do you, you ever leave your home thinking, got to get some cash, got to I get know, some cash? I know. And frustratingly, on top of that, the, there was no cash points at the ground anyway. Yeah. So if you got to the ground before you got cash, you're screwed. You're Ironically, done. when Britannia were first involved, we had a cash point at the ground. <laughs> we did, yeah. We went backwards. <laughs> we literally did, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I might bother to get a pint at half time now, because at the moment it's just not worth it. And hopefully it helps the queues. Fingers crossed, because that's the, the concourse is a bloody chaos at half time. That is big news, Al. I'm very happy with that. Contact very happy everywhere that, yeah. in the ground next season. I mean, it just makes business hip, sense. Hip, it just makes business sense, doesn't it? They must have lost thousands. Yeah. I mean, how long has Carfax been I must, have about turned up, I must have gone to the ground about four or five times and had no cash or anything. Are you just stranded? And I've, I'm like, fuck me, I'm parched. We, we must have lost thousands over the last five, six years. Really? From, from like kiosks? Sales and all that sort of business. 100%. There we go. But we've got it. Now we've got it. And the other, the other thing is a new ticket system. I haven't quite alluded to more details of mm -hmm. what this is, but it says a new online ticket system. I'm hoping, I'm not, I'm sure we're not this forward thinking. Yeah. But I'm hoping it's where you can get your ticket on your phone and scan it as you As, as Crowlexander. Yes. have already implemented. Ready Hopefully, for next season. So we can <laughs> completely do away with turnstile operators. Mm. Um, that, that's something that was baffled. I never really pondered this, but. Do the do the clubs still not trust fans to zap the tickets themselves? Because they've still got turnstile operators now. Yeah. At the moment, we've got the barcode season ticket scanners. Yeah. Do they not think the fans can just do that? I mean, how much money does that cost us over here? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the because uh... I go there and it's it's ridiculous. They've got these these barcode things. I never really pondered this until recently. You go to turnstile with this you know um, electronic system where you scan your thing. I hand it to somebody who then scans it, then gives it back to me. <laughs> the first time in a week before, I must hold on. I mean, have the paper still. You go to there. Wembley and places like that. You just you just go boop. You do it yourself. Yeah, you're in. They trust other fans. They trust you. Uh, God knows. Oh. I mean, football fans can be football fans. You can't trust them all. No. Um, but yeah, there's a new ticket system as well, and sort of a revamp of the website or accounts or. You know, because you've got an account for Stoke City Plus, you've got an account for oh, the store, you've got an account for the tickets. Apparently, something's or some of them are going to be merged. So I hope one of my biggest pets this season, when I've attempted to stream a game when I couldn't get up, was um, no matter how often I thought I had my password, that I knew password, it just could not log in. I don't know if anyone else has no, experienced I've, that. I've it was so frustrating. I just gave up in the end. Um, it's not been the greatest of seasons for that introduction, has it? The streaming thing, but still. The I hope the streaming is something that they're taking into consideration. If it's not, if it's not the sound not working. The, the sound not working, it's the giving screen you an epileptic fit. Flickering. Uh, the, no replays. You don't know what minute of the match it is. Yeah, carnage, yeah. Um, commentary, but no fans. Fans, but no commentary, depending where you Do you know what? And I'm, I'm going to pull them up on this bit because I watched the last game of the season on the stream. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Um, I say it on the stream. Uh, I didn't watch it. I didn't pay for it because there's a guy on the oat cake who just streams it in a just chat, this chat, um, racket rob racket rob thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he just I've not uh, used that. He, he's just been streaming it free through the oat cake. Yeah, obviously using the main feed, mm. but and he's charging people a quid or whatever. So I'm, I hope I've not just got him in trouble. But <laughs> I, know, yeah, um, I mean, he's, he's not like keep up, good, keep up the good job, Rob. Uh, but he's been providing the um, streams and in this chat room. Obviously, it's a bet. It's even more interactive than the Stoke City stream because you can mm. chat to people about the game and yeah. stuff. So it's even it's already better. It's already better than what Stoke are doing. <laughs> I don't like Harry in my club, be it like no matter what it is. But 
briefly defend them. Do they control this stream, or is it like in the yeah. NFL? Do they control? No, no, the they've not signed up for iFollow. It's something that we're putting on. So it's the club job that they yeah, do. All this hired, obviously, they've hired an external yeah. company to do it, but they're not doing a great job. Bloody hell. Um, so anyway, so because it's a Stoke City based commentator, it's a Stoke City commentator. Right. So, okay. So I'm not sure if it's just like an EFL. Style no, no, it's our it's our stream. Oh, We're charging people for it. Right, it's okay. our stream, our service. So this rec, this guy, this Rob, on the OK forums, he's got his own. You know, he's a few rooms. He can go into these. Sometimes the full. <laughs> not many people in them. You can't get in. Um, but this is already a more interactive experience than the Stoke website. I can chat to people about the game. Mm. F1's in the chat room, uh, watching the game, etc. Club diary. Exactly, and um, the lap of honour, right? Lap of honour happens on the Stoke City stream, yeah. done by Stoke City, four Stoke City fans, and all the lap of honour is pointed at the Sheffield United fans. Is it for the whole thing? For the whole <laughs> lap of honour, it was just pointed at the Sheffield Sheffield United fans, singing "Ale Ale Ale" and whatever else. And that was it. Nice. And the people in the chat room, which was so funny because no one's paid, unless they've paid Rob a pound and the, the guy who's doing it, but no one's actually paid. Everyone's fucking, what the fuck is this? A Sheffield United stream? I threw a few comments in as well, like, what the fuck are our club doing? But the lack of <laughs> honour, they're just watching the Sheffield United. I like, I like the fact that people that are, are paying a quid for it all getting it for free are moaning. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What other yeah. people no, paying tenner for? I did, 100%. <laughs> you know? I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I didn't pay for it. Uh, but yeah. The, the streaming service is another one to... Early days, though. Maybe they can crack it next year. I fucking hope so. Or just sign up for iFollow, which is a way better experience, yeah. apparently. Um, and whilst we're hammering the club about the, <laughs> about the media and uh, all that side, the huge, absolutely monumentous social media gaffe that happened the other night. Yeah. But As I said moments ago, I don't like to hammer my club. However, this was so ill-founded. What... What, what was he thinking? Or she? What were they um, doing? Well, it wasn't John Sidway. He was quite quick to say, distance himself from it, who was our former, I think he's still involved in some way, social media uh, guy. He inboxed me on Twitter, actually, uh, straight after it happened. But um, apparently it wasn't him. What did he want to say? It wasn't him. Yeah, he said it wasn't him. Actually, just for reference, people that aren't sure what I'm about, it's this, the, the it's post. The, it's the tweet. So West Brom lost 1-0, at uh, 2-1, sorry, in the first leg of the playoffs against Aston Villa. They had a man sent off, but they could still very much turn this tie yeah. around and get promoted to the Premier League. We tweeted, we guess 11th of May just isn't your day, West Brom, with a, a few highlights of a time. Because we, we beat them on the 11th of May back time in the day. We beat them, yeah. It wasn't a cup final. It wasn't to get promoted. It was just a regular league game. Mm. And we thought we'd rub it in the faces while they've just uh, lost one leg of the playoffs. In the playoffs, which we'd love in to be. In the playoffs, whilst yeah. we sat and languish in 16th. Like, that is one of the stupidest tweets I've ever seen. I quoted it immediately and said, lads, we're 16th. Um, it came under so much fire, so much fire. It travelled as well, didn't it? Travelled so tweets, much fire it? that it was deleted, which shows that it was a mistake, which shows that we hadn't really thought about it whatsoever. And I'm not sure who's on the accounts at the minute, but, you know, I was told previously that every tweet has to go by Tony Scholes. Every tweet? Yeah. Is that the best use of a CEO's time? Every tweet? Well, you know, you can line the majority up, can't you? You can line the majority up and get uh, approved. Uh, approved way in advance if, if that is the case he's the one that said yeah let's go for I it. I'm guessing he wouldn't have I don't think that's got I don't think that's been seen by many or if any other eyes than mm. the person who posted it but um, you know so it, it was deleted um, it was then taken by West Brom 
Uh, they obviously had got wind of what was tweeted before it was deleted. Someone had sent them a screenshot, or whatever, and they quote retweeted it with, uh, "I have to find it so I can." Uh, Basically, everything that they're better at than us at this season, being twenty-five points ahead, the fact that in the playoffs, etc., etc. So it said a few reasons why uh, ah Stoke City. A few reasons why it was wise to delete this tweet. One, you finished sixteenth. Two, we beat you twice this year. Three, you finished 25 points behind us. Four, your season was over in Feb. Five, 46 games, just 45 goals. Again, you finished 16th. Get back to the beach. Uh, and that tweet is, God knows what it's on now, but last time I checked it was on about 100,000 likes, um, 25,000 odd retweets, let's have a look now. 25,000 retweets, uh, 116,000 likes. The impressions on that tweet must be touching the two or three, maybe four million barrier. Uh, that's how many people have probably looked at that tweet um, and laughed at our social media team, not including the amount of press it's got from the year Joe's, your Daily Mail, your, uh, pub, all your publishers, Soccer AM, all that sort of stuff who've uh, referenced it in some way. So that is one of the biggest social media gaffes our team has ever done. Um, up there with the ambition tweet for Hesse. Um, Still, you got a name out there, didn't it? Got a name Smart. out there. I mean, it was in a, in a very bad light, but um, any pressure is good pressure. You know, if anyone's listening from the club now, you know, this, and I've seen it debated on the Oatcake forum because I've actually gone on just to see the discussion about this because obviously mm. it's an area that I'm quite involved in social media. And it's my job. Um, the person should, shouldn't be sacked. I've seen calls for people saying, you know, sack the person who did it. The yeah. person shouldn't be sacked. No doubt it was someone who's on, you know, close to minimal wage, 17 or 18, 19, 20, cutting the teeth in the job, finding, you know, what goes on in this world of social. What not to do. Yeah, what not to do, what to do. Uh, and the reason they've probably done it is because they've not been implemented with a proper strategy. They've not been given an actual guidance on what we should be doing, shouldn't be doing, an overall social media right, strategy. Yeah. I don't think we've got that. We so could I don't have think a strategy can... to dig out of a club for no reason. That we have an agenda, couldn't it? Well, that, it could be, but <laughs> we're not doing, it, we're not doing it very well. The way that that's okay, and the way that the, that tweet is absolutely fine, is if you've got a proper social media strategy in place, uh, you know, brand pillars, guidelines, all that sort of stuff, like a Roma, or a Borussia Dortmund or a Schalke who are all very, very good at what they do. You know, they're involved with the latest whatever trends are, memes, they take the piss out of all each other clubs, they get the piss taken back, you know, and it's fine. And that's very much what they're all about and their social is known for that. Ours isn't known for being great piss takers. Ours isn't known for much really, is it? Ours isn't known for anything really. <laughs> apart um, from this. Apart from this now. So <laughs> you know, if anyone's listening from the club, especially Tony Scholes or whoever it might be, Get, you know, invest some time and money into our social media and everything that we're putting out. Do they realise that money can be made from this? You know, sponsorship deals for the amount of impressions we do on a Twitter feed for views. Yeah. Hey, you know, if they'd, if they'd have um, marketed that tweet, yeah, sponsored exactly. it, if you'd have had a little end card in there or a little graphic, <laughs> you know, it said Tile Mountain or whoever we've got as the sponsor, <laughs> then yeah, I mean, yeah. four million impressions, Macron. they'd have probably give you another couple of grand. Yeah. But, you know, someone at the club this is a time to really take hold of this now. We've got a new manager and who's shaking things top to bottom, hopefully. Do it with the media side, do it mm -hmm. with everything off the pitch because you know that tweet has uh, really embarrassed us and what we're about. And 
it's embarrassing once we deleted it. If we wanted to stay up and you know hold our hands up, fine. But we've obviously acknowledged that that shouldn't have happened because we've deleted it. It's the equivalent of just legging it, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> just legging just it. Just throwing a grenade and running <laughs> off. Um, oh, so yeah, dear. don't sack the person who did it either. I don't believe they have uh, because you know we all make mistakes at that age. Because I'm 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 pointing it down to that it was someone who's not been in the position very long or is just starting out. And yeah, that is my say on the matter. Just take well, the media more seriously. Well, it could have come in a better season, could it? You no, know what I mean? I mean, like the season hasn't been embarrassing up. enough. We're yeah. starting 16th going after clubs in the playoffs. Not wise. Not wise at all. Um, so yeah, Stoke City, take more care in you know, what we're putting out. I see on your agenda there, L. Yeah. Because this has been a, a negative one so far. It says best moments. Should, best, should go for that? Yeah, let's go into our best <laughs> and worst moments of the season. Let's raise Do it. we want to... Um, do you want to do ours first or the fans? Because we've asked, we've asked. I've let's asked do, do do the fans because okay. they're more likely they're going to match, aren't they? Because it'll be like four of them. Okay, let's have a look then. Jake Hall <laughs> says, "Moment of the season was when it ended." Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully, and I've asked people to give the prediction. So, okay. hopefully, top half next year. Oh God. Top half. Well, Hoping for more than that. Well, yeah, you have to, don't you? <laughs> but I know where he's coming from, but. I, I've got to, we've got to just think promotion again. That's the only thing I can hope for. And he's also asked a question: Do you think we've lost some of our pull already after this season to sign players? Pundits were talking about big clubs in the Championship. Mentioned, mentioned Swansea and West Brom amongst others, but not us. I think we money money talks, doesn't it? And I still think we'll be able to offer the average player decent wage. That well, better than average sort of like wage for that division. So it's all about the money. So not quite now. We've got um, a good season too, yeah, of Paul. So Joe says his best moment was Tom Edwards' goal against Norwich. Yeah. Which was yeah, a great goal. Finally, so good to have an academy player in our starting eleven. And next season, I think we should aim for the playoffs. I, th- I think that's all fair. Mm-hmm. Fine with that. Yeah, yeah, well done, Joe. Uh, a lot of people who were saying about their uh, best moment of the season was the ending, but Liam Devaney also mentions the Golden Banks tribute was brilliant. Yeah, of course, yeah. That, that was, was one fun. thing that the club did nail. They did, they in did a social media round. sense as well, they were great. Yeah, right they were great with all that live yeah. stream, you know, the funeral, which yeah, was yeah. some great access yeah. for everyone all over the world to you know feel a part of that. They've just released um, like a, a, a Banks range, merchandise, haven't they, as well, and all the proceeds go to charity. A charity. Not sure which, no. but... Um, yeah, because someone originally slated that because, you know, the club mentioned in the supporters' council notes they wouldn't in any way uh, profit or release merch of Gordon Banks and then immediately contradicting themselves. But it's all going it to charity, all it? charity I mean, There's yeah. nothing to argue so against. Yeah. absolutely fine with it. It was actually a, a request to Gordon's family to do yeah. that. So, yeah, go and buy the Gordon, Rain, uh, Gordon Banks range. Um, again, Matt Garnett says his best moment was Tom Endwood's Thunderbolt versus Norwich. And he says, hopefully a top-half finish, but we'll miss out on the playoffs. I just find that... I'm surpri- well, we've only read a few so far, but I'm surprised people are assuming that low. We, we could turn this round, we really could. We're still a very wealthy club for this division. I keep quoting what Norwich did the season for last. They finished lower mid. Things can be turned around. Just because we finished 16 doesn't mean we, we have to kind of work way up slowly now. We have to go mid-table next one. Up at mid the next one. I don't know. There's no reason we can't go in next year. I really, I really think that. Lewis's moment of the season was Ince's goal at Reading, uh, and he says it's That's the good. first time I've seen Stoke lead. What? At the fi- oh, it was the first time he'd seen Stoke in the lead live, and next season we're going up. Fuck the negativity. First time he'd seen Stoke in the lead live. I think it means winning a game live. It must what? be a young lad. Um, I guess that's what he means. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Vardy. Uh, sorry, Vardy. Wardy. God, Vardy. 
He's speaking German. <laughs> good or bad moment, he didn't know what to put, so he's put Bojan's equaliser at Rotherham. Yeah, that was a good moment, yeah. Uh, and bad, 90% of the season. But his prediction is Stoke to be finish between 7th and 10th, but look like a better team. Okay. Uh, onto the Facebook side. His moment of his <laughs> moment of Matthias Goldbrandt's season was they had finished, uh, but he says next season, um, he hasn't actually given us a prediction, he's just put a full season underneath with a player group tuned and motivated to follow his philosophy from the very first match. Okay. Owen Blore says, how do you feel about contactless around the stadium? Buzzing. We've covered Buzzing. that buzzing. Yeah. Tom Edwards' goal was his moment and his prediction is a top eight finish. I'm really surprised at these ones because I've... I reckon if we, if you told the Coates family that the goal was going to be mid-table, top ten maybe, but not necessarily the playoffs, I, I think they'd be gutted at that. I think their their whole thing would be Joe's now is promotion again. Mm, I mean, I'm not saying he'd go if we didn't get it, but I think we'd be very disappointed we're not pushing for playoffs definitely, consistently. Definitely. Uh, Lee, there's a few more positive ones in here, Craig, don't worry. Lee Fulcher says Stoke will finish second. Kieran nice. Downs says his prediction is second or the playoffs. Uh, Spencer Wright, a top fan, says uh, push, push for promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, James Priest says he, another top fan, says beating Derby was his top That moment. was good with 10 minutes, just funny with yeah, the Rattler Derby thing. Derby wankers, he says. Uh, and next season, playoffs, Lee Gregory top scorer with 15 goals. Uh, Paul Clifford, another top fan, is pre-match at Pasta de Piazza, which is a beautiful restaurant, by the way. Uh, that was his best moment of the season, as the win against Leeds. Yeah, that was good as well, wasn't it? Um, brief hope there that we might be able to mount some sort of promotion challenge, but that faded quick, but yeah. And I think that is about it for the Facebook comments. There is a few more, such as... Um, Lee Davis, who's quite negative, says his, his target for next season is to avoid relegation. You're not happy with that, are you, Craig? Yeah, surely not. not happy with that one. Uh, let's get on to the Instagram comments. I'm not saying we're going to like destroy this division at all, and there's a very, very good chance we're not going up next year, but I still think people do ignore how wealthy Stoke is for this division, and ultimately money does kind of get you places in football. I think, I know we're a mess on the pitch, and there's several elements behind the scenes where it's not great, but we still have got a decent finance, financial clout for this division, and if you get that right, you're going to be up there. Mm. Um, on the Instagram. Moment of the season, beating Derby with 10 men, very satisfying, says Matt Stokey. Um, Matt Bennett says, at moment of the season with Gary Rowett being sacked. Uh, Matthew Short Gallery says, a solid fifth, hopefully, mm-hmm. in the league. Uh, and again, beating Derby was his uh, highlight of the season. Sam Clough's highlight was Cuco Martina going back to Everton. And hearing Nathan Jones say God's will at least a hundred <laughs> times. God, God, I'm going to be head now. Harry Wakeford, his prediction is to finish between second and sixth. Another positive one. Okay, coming in now, that's better. Uh, and beating Leeds 2-1, which is also Lewis Ogle's moment in the season. Dan Mazars is Etipo's goal v Blackburn. Thinks yeah. we're going to finish sixth. Curtis Mountford says we'll finish tenth. Uh, and the Derby game was his highlight. Um, Antes was the, the Shawcross goal at the end of the season. Um, and there's a lot of people who say the final whistle. <laughs> there's the running so many of running gag there, there. So many of them. I mean, it's sad to think that having gone through all their messages, we can pretty much count the good moments on one hand, and we're not being we're not exaggerating that point, are we? No. Leeds victory, Derby victory, Edwards goal, and the Banks kind of um, memorial that sort of day. What's your moment? Well, if you've got to give me one, you've said there wasn't. You know what? You said you could count them on your hands. So. Y- you know what? I think. 
the season's been an absolute washout, but I think the way the club treated um, Banks' death was, was, was great. I think it was a really touching day moment and, and to the memory of Gordon Banks. I, I didn't actually ponder it until someone said it, but thinking back from the season, that's the one thing that's probably going to stick with me. It stands out. And it was, we won the odd game, but who cares in, in, in the grand scheme of things? I think that was a special moment. Yeah, definitely. It was, you know, it was, it was um, over the course of... of a week or so, you know, from when all the flowers were arriving mm. near the statue and they just built and built and built until yeah. there was tons of them, you know, to the players. Oh, it's incredible, um, yeah. To the yeah. funeral itself, you know, the live stream where everyone yeah. got involved and, you know, see the service, which was very moving, to not to then, you know, the match day itself, you know, the mosaic, Jack Butland wearing the retro keeper mm -hmm. kit, it was all done brilliantly, yeah. so to say. Yeah. So that is a very, I'm sure that'll live longer. I don't know who, who posted that, but I think that was, yeah, common question of the, the you know, you know, podcast me. That's a really, really good point. And I, I myself was forgetting that a little bit, but that was a special moment in there. Otherwise, if you do season. have to do though, a football in one. Derby mm. at home. Just because of all, all the, the stick route was getting and all the Derby fans bringing stakes with them and all that stuff. And it was highly satisfying to beat them with 10 men, which the ice on the cake of that. And the A50 was closed. And the A50 was closed, which is nice. I'm um, going to go for Edward's goal. Yeah, just because he's a homegrown lad, Wilco never managed to do it. No. He's a screamer as well. Good goal. Uh, so he's got one under his belt now, and I think he's very much, you know, he missed out on Player of the Season, but he's very much established himself now with one of the best performers this season. Yeah. Uh, young I, lad who yeah. can now go on to nail down that position. Hundred percent. I mean, I think he will be in the Prem at some point, with or without Stoke. I'm not sure, but I think he's Prem bound. He's. I think he needs to work on a few little positioning things in defensive sense, but as a football, he's a real, real quality footballer. I think with the right coach, he could play in midfield. I think he's a great footballer, but got great delivery. On he him. has, yeah, yeah. When he gets when he gets a set piece right, he's fantastic. Um, so predictions. And they, you know, I'm sure sure some other channels will watch this and try and clip it up again and make <laughs> us look really bad. But uh, predictions for next First season. By Thirty points. I reckon this is going to be such a cop out to say. I, I'm hoping my, my my hope is that we will be top six, but I truly truly do not know because Jones has said he wants six seven out, six seven in, and I don't know how at the moment you're meant to predict on that. Yeah, with that one players. But I like to think. Keep quoting. We've got the money to attract a certain type of player. I still have faith in Jones. I'm going to quote top six. A bit vague, yeah. but I just think we've got the vague in infrastructure to have a go at the top no, six. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say playoffs. Yeah. I think we'll get in the playoffs or, or just miss out. But, uh, and that, that's not... I, I, that's, I know we were 16, but I don't feel like that's just being arrogant. I, I do think this season was a bit of an anomaly. It was a bit... It was bizarre. Nothing... <coughs> it was like the opposite of like the clouds aligning. It was just... Everything went wrong. They could have gone wrong this season. Rowan didn't work. We got the wrong players in. Just rubbish. Didn't work. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say playoffs. Um, like I say, when you get relegated, it's really hard to shift that that feeling. When exactly. You get, when yeah. you get relegated, yeah. and it was stuck around with so many bad apples. I don't know why though, because I mean, I look at West Brom, Swansea to a lesser extent, but West Brom certainly didn't have that kind of hangover. No, but I, I think I they. Know, I think it's just the mentality of the players and the yeah. personnel involved so to say mm. people just picking up a wage and not really be, being too arsed yeah. uh, people at the ends of their careers so yeah. to say um, so yeah hopefully a little better next season hopefully. I just want because I mean the season was done in February wasn't it arguably in January and we've not not really gone to a Stoke game since Feb with any real excitement something to look forward to you go to them because you go to them but 
there's been nothing in it. Yeah. I've not feel like properly. So much to look forward to would be nice. Going yeah. to exactly. Be exactly. in, be in yeah. the race for. Just not um, relegation battle. So that's been the Bear Pit Pod. Season done. season review. Done. We'll be back. Not for a while now. No. Not for a, a few months or so. Uh, so you know, stay uh, stay on the you know Facebook account, Twitter. There'll be some uh, stuff posted on there. There'll be some videos. Um, we're trying going to be trying some new stuff uh, with some potentially new people. Um, so I'd say keep an eye out for what we might have coming up um, on the Bear Pit TV. Uh, it's going to be an extremely busy summer. Yes, it's going to be like pretty consistent, isn't it? Links, it and is. Players in and out and stuff. It's so. going to be interesting. And I also yeah. want to give a shout out before we do go as well. Ben Rowley who used to do stuff for us. Has started his own podcast. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? It's called the Why Why Why. Yeah, saw him actually. Yeah, it's quite, after the game. Yeah, way, it's yeah. quite um, an interesting little concept. I was on the first episode. Yeah, so I'll see, yeah. Giving my Stoke story. So go and check that out. So what what is the concept with that? He is he just kind of anyone in moments or no no anyone and everyone comes on and you you, know, sort of, you go through a sort of template and fill out um, you know your Stoke memories, mm-hmm. uh, childhood, your match day routine, your all time Stoke eleven, uh, any other business and conversations that you want to have about the club, any moments meeting players or that, and you just build your profile. And yeah. that's your story. Yeah, and you just build a collection of them from whatever Stoke fans want to go on. Mm-hmm. So if you are listening, you want to go on. And uh, check out the why, why, why. I'm good. sure we'll ask you at some point as well. Sounds Craig. good, yeah. Um, but that has been the Bear Pit pod. We'll be gone now for a few months. You're going to wear away on holiday anywhere, Craig? Or? I'm bored. Huh? <laughs> Just be away. I'm going to Glastonbury. That's that's mini holiday, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, you Nothing love, you you know, love your music. I do, yeah. Love your music festivals. I'm off to Nations League, watch England win a trophy. First the, the plan was actually to go that way, but I've got a wedding right in the middle of that. Um, I screwed that up. That's a little bit. Oh, maybe. maybe I can get some joy with England. Maybe. 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 Uh, but that has been the Bear Pit Pod. We'll be back in a few months or so. Stay tuned to the fa- Facebook, Twitter page, Instagram, all that stuff. Um, make sure to drop us a like wherever you're listening or watching YouTube, Acast, SoundCloud, Spotify. There's one I missed. I always uh, miss one. Hey. Uh, you, you I think I did them. People should know by now. Um, but that has been the Bear Pit Pod. Thank you very much for watching. Cheers. Bye bye.